Gia, 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 Snow Advisory Podcast, and we back, man. It's the boy next door to do from school, the jerk at work, Patty. It's your girl, Shabuk. Yeah, man, we in this motherfucker, man. We a little light, little light team in this bitch, man. We the SWAT team today, and we gonna hold that shit down. As usual, we got a nice little guest uh, that's going to come on and talk to us uh, later on. Broke abroad life. Is that correct? No, that's not correct. Broke and abroad. Broke and abroad life. Broke and abroad life. She is um, a travel blogger. She used to be a lawyer and all that, but mm-hmm. now she um, she travels and she writes about traveling to really expenses, expensive places um, on the low. On so, the low. Yeah. She is a motherfucking living her best life. Sound mm-hmm. like sound like you would go from the lawyer to just just all the way in. I was looking at uh the Breakfast Club interview with Will Smith. He talking about how he doing how he living his best life, being the person that he actually wanna be mm-hmm. instead of who he knows people want, want him, him to, to be. be. That right. shit's so deep. That was a really good interview. What? It Are was you serious? it was a good interview. And she sounded like she on that same wave. The only issue that I have with all of this press that they've been doing for Bad Boys 3, it seems like anytime they sit down for an interview with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, don't nobody pay Martin no attention. Yeah, well, well he, <laughs> he really been the funny thing is I seen that interview and then they had the same outfits on when he went to I seen a sneaker king joint right. going shopping with sneakers. Right. So evidently they left that shit and went drove, straight over there. Went straight over there. And they did that and he with the same way. Like there was like he, like Will was a Will Smith interview with Martin, Martin Lawrence. Lawrence. Like, right. Like, know, like, yeah. So I, I'm like, y'all okay. gotta give Martin a little bit more respect now. No, some niggas just like to be robbing. Everybody don't wanna be Batman. I guess. You know what I'm saying? That's why, you know, you give Carrie. I mean, I'm sure they knew that from Jump Street. That's why Martin won Mike Lowry. You know what I'm saying? Right. Real talk. Like, that nigga would have took that role. Shit. He was hot then, too. He had the show and everything like that. They would have damn sure gave him that role. So, nevertheless, nevertheless, we going to move to the first segment we always do, man, and most popular. I put a little jazz on that motherfucker. I put a little Rico Barino on it. I'm going to tell you about my run-ins with Rico Barino this motherfucking weekend a little bit later, but right after this. But go off, bro. Yeah. I guess. I'm I'm (laughs) going to go off later. I'm going to go off later on that shit, man. Shout out to C.O. McLean for getting me involved with this shit. Oh, shout out. We didn't shout out anyone else. Shout out C.O. McLean. Shout out Ashby. She's on her way. Shout out P-Fine, Merciless, E-Class. E-Class. Shout out K-Digital, videographer out here working and shit. The nigga was here before me today, so. It's crazy. This is crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, shout out to him. Like, the world is spinning. <laughs> Australia burning, K-Digital on time. This shit is crazy. It has officially rained in Australia last time I heard, so that's a blessing. That is definitely a blessing. Mm-hmm. I hope it rained enough, man, because I, uh, uh, actually, ironically, the company that I work for has a major um, a major office in, in, in Sydney. So, oh, okay. Um, they said the air quality was so horrible right. that, you know, they had to wear gas masks to work. mm that's crazy. Can you imagine? Crazy. Imagine That's shit. it's very scary. Just, More power to them. I saw an article today that said that um the guy, what's the guy? Crocodile Dundee guy. Dundee, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was his name? Irwin? Yeah, Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. His family, they saved like hundreds of thousands of animals in Australia so far this year. That he got the blood him, I guess I don't know if it was his wife or I think it might have just been his kids. It's three of them though. 
Yeah, Thank they God went and saved they, all them they, animals. So they, I said, that's wonderful. Thank God for they they bloodline. They right, a hell of a bloodline. Out yeah, there, the Irwins and shit. So anyway, we veered anyway, off the right. topic and shit. We back on the hot topics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, oh yeah, what I was got? doing that reading the hot topics. Um, <laughs> start with some black excellence, of course. Um, Akon, did y'all hear about this? Akon City is being built in Senegal. Yes, I heard of that. Yeah, it's like, How much that take? How oh, much, I don't know. It says um, it's officially underway. Um, Akon has officially signed an agreement. Uh, let's see. Taken to Instagram to make the announcement, Akon wrote, just finalizes the agreement for Akon City in Senegal. Looking forward to hosting you there in the future. So they started construction in March of, it looks like, 2019. And stage two is going to be in 2025. It clearly takes mad long to build a city. Um, it will be built on 2,000 acres of land that was gifted by Senegalese President Mackie Saul, if I'm saying that correctly. And it's all renewable energy, which is amazing because I read another article. You know, if you just go on Google and you just find random articles, we emit like billions and billions of energy per second. The yeah. earth is dying. Yeah. We are dying. Yeah, yeah so... <laughs> We're shout dying. out! We're, yeah, we're dying. So shout out to Acon for building a renewal, a city built from renewable energy. That's amazing. It's a real physical place and it's going to have a real airport. At this time, there's no official timeline showcasing the completion of the project, but it could take until the end of the decade into 2030. So I'm moving in 2030. You moving to Acon mm-hmm. City? I'm moving to Acon City. Oh shit! If I don't go to Acon City, I'm gonna go to Ghana or something. Man, but I am going back rent, to Africa. Rent gonna be high as shit. First of all. <laughs> Second of all, you go back, nigga. You ain't never been. But that's where I know my bloodline is. I haven't done. I'm never doing ancestry or none of that shit. Are you, but are you just going to go off the guess? I'm pretty sure. I mean, my people are from Jamaica, so I know we're very close to the motherland. Yeah, that's what you need to go back to. That's what you need to go back to. To Jamaica? Yeah, Jamaica. Yeah. Yes. I can go back this, to Africa. Like, yeah, you, they're like, no. There are too many hurricanes in Jamaica, child. I'm scary. There's too many animals in Africa. That's true. And big ass bugs. You know, you got to get all them shots and shit before you go, too. Right. That tells you a lot. You know, one of my men's from college, he went to Africa on a Peace Corps and came back. Well, not came back, but he got malaria while he was there. Almost died. Almost died. Oh, mm-hmm. my fucking mosquito. <laughs> You don't have to say it like that. I'm just saying. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Anyway, moving on to um, Young Jock. So did y'all see the video where it looks like he was driving for Uber or Lyft or something like that? Yeah, I've seen the video. Yes, and everybody was clowning him and all that. So um, he explains now why he was driving for the rideshare app. Now it wasn't it wasn't Uber or Lyft. It's a rideshare app in Atlanta called Pull Up and Go. So that's clearly black owned. So mm-hmm. that's wonderful. He was putting money back in some black person's pocket, right? Um, and creating attention and awareness to exactly. it, right? Because if he would have did this, we make wouldn't, it, be, we wouldn't be talking about it. Exactly. He said that it's a fun way to make extra cash while also teaching kids all about earning an honest buck. So what people were thinking was that you know he was falling on hard times and all that, but he and all that, but he tells. Us that the side hustle is his way of teaching an important lesson to the next generation because he's been working with big brothers, big sisters of Metro Atlanta for years. And this is just another way to show them that they shouldn't be too ashamed or too prideful to try a new gig. Now, why anybody would be ashamed? I guess because it's young jock. So yeah. they thinking like he had too much money to do shit like that. But you can make really good money with the rideshare app. Yeah. I don't think that there's anything wrong with anybody famous or whoever um, doing them. No, 
I don't either. And I think you know, I think I, shout out to the to the boy for the support and everything like that. That everything that he doing, um, uh, young Jock with. Um, that's a slow ass motherfucking clap. God, <laughs> that's why we not supposed to I even heard be using one it. white girl say. Shout out to Young Jock for supporting black businesses, black owned businesses. And trying uh, to teach the next generation. Right, because everybody ain't going to be a motherfucking rap star. As you can see, it takes a lot to even stay relevant, okay, at the end of the day. That's, right. This is what it is. You, and you, you have to do what you have to do. And, you know, we're at a point now, I feel like, I feel like I learned pretty late, hmm. but we're at a point now where we're learning that multiple streams of income is what gets you to wealth. Right. So these kids, y'all can go to college, y'all can do all of that that you want to do, that's wonderful, but it's nothing wrong with doing something on the side to make extra money. That's all he was trying to teach. So shout it. out to Young Jock, getting the money. Also, in great black news, Whitney Houston mm. and the notorious B.I.G., Big Papa Baby Baby, Wait. are among the inductees for the 2020 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Wow. So shout out to them. Wow. That's Rock amazing. You heard that CEO McClain? You heard that? Biggie going to the Rock and... The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> the rock, the, the, uh, <laughs> Come on, That's my nigga. That's what's up. That Rock yes, and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes, and don't forget about my, my auntie Nippy auntie. as well. Whitney Houston, Nippy. I, no, I, this is so crazy to me. I can see, um, I'm not hating. I just, I can see Whitney, but I'm like, that's a whole nother genre. I wonder if that's good for us. Like, is that good for him? What you mean? Is it good for 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 to for us to like be as hip hop artists in our own genre be inducted into the the Rock Hall of Fame? Like, is this setting a standard that if you do not, then you really have not made it yet? Like, is our genre awards not enough? Is what I'm saying. Um, you, like, you don't see you don't see Hootie and the Blowfish. They'll get accepted into the country. Mm -hmm. No, but I think that they they might be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame too. I'm mm -hmm. not sure, but the Rock and Roll that's a that's a big accomplishment. Yeah. So I don't think that, and I don't think that is, I don't think that is something that um, how can I say, you know, it's a big accomplishment that doesn't overshadow any other. There's really is there any other award that you can get as a hip hop artist that's bigger than the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? That's that's my problem. You see what I'm with saying? It. That's what my problem with. Like, are they still just setting a bar to be okay? This is the bar you have. You have to reach our bar to be considered great. You know? No, I don't think so because mind. I feel like there are a plenty of people who have not been inducted as of yet yeah. that are still great. I mean, who have been inducted that are great? Of course, what Tupac, mm -hmm. um, N.W.A., Run D.M.C. Yeah, they've all been abducted, and we know that they're great. But would that take away the great, you know, Michael Jackson has to be in it. So who else is great that might not have been inducted? I don't know. But I don't think that um, you can't be great and not be inducted. This is a great question for our listeners. If inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, does that automatically, and you are a rapper, does that make you automatically in the top five that are alive? No. No. That's not a fact. No, mm -mm. because the rock and it roll hall is the highest. It's, the it's highest. I don't know if it's necessarily the highest, but I don't think that they can automatically put somebody in in top nine because everybody's top five is different. Of the, course, you the know what you said though are mm -hmm. mostly in top fives. You know, Pac, Biggie. You know, uh, Run DMC is in your top five. Uh, no, no, no. That, that like group, like we you know, like rappers. Like what other rappers? Not NWA, but 
you know, like let's say that uh, Jay Z were to get in it, is he? I'm pretty sure he is. Yes, yeah, like Jay Z is in it. Is Nas in it? Is you know people like that? Um, does that all? Is Eminem in it? I'm pretty sure Eminem is only because he white. So like it's like it, it really it really kind of it really kind of sounds like the narrative becomes now. All right, if you're if these are hip hop artists, this is the top honor that you can achieve. Then you know. It's hard to argue against it. I don't people. know if that's the top honor. I don't think you think that rappers, when they start getting you, all the awards and all that, that they say, I want to get get inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think, yeah, I think, yeah, the smart ones do. I think the smart ones say um, that's 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 the ultimate acknowledgement of trans transcendence. So currently, it's only six acts. Okay, I have it right here. Thank you, sis. Um, Ash B in the building, y'all. Ash B! Um, Come on, B! So, you know, it's kind of exclusive. So it might be a big deal because it's only six acts as of now that have been inducted, which is Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, Run mm. DMC, the Beastie Boys, and they, whatever, mm. Public Enemy, NWA, <laughs> and Tupac Shakur. Wow. So it's kind of exclusive. Maybe it is a big deal. Shit. Because I thought it was way more people than this. Yeah. That's just what you, what you Google. Black people? No. <laughs> Black people that's in the Rock Googled, Hall of Fame. I Googled to see if Jay-Z was in it. He's not. He's in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Wow. Um, and so it's one of the articles that came up as I was scrolling down. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. That, that's big. Yeah. So that's I guess it's, it's a pretty big deal. We have to give it more credit than I guess um, than what we're giving it now. We're making yeah. it seem like it's small, but actually it's pretty huge. That shit is pretty huge. Shout mm-hmm. out to Biggie and Whitney. And Whitney. Word. Much deserve, much, much deserve. I'm surprised like Whitney just now made it. I mean, white folk men loved her. I thought when she crossed over to that movie with Kevin Costner, that was a lock. <laughs> 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 thought it was a lock. I mean, <laughs> well, since you brought up white people, let's go ahead and get into they shit. Sure. Um, start off with my man Andy. Y'all remember Andy from Firefest? From Firefest. What? You remember Andy? They said he had to do what he had to do. To make sure, what, what, why did he suck? Did why he did he did? volunteer to he come on, water. get on the come on, sis? Because you know, I don't want to come on now. Yeah, this ain't even my forte. Yes, Andy my- was trying to get water to the fire for hey, y'all. Y'all remember it was this big old thing where they couldn't get the water uh-huh. to the fire fest. Right. And so when Andy got the call and they was like, well, Andy, we might need you to go to the border and get the water for us. Go ahead, sit down. But get here's the gotcha. I could, I could spill tea while in the process. Okay. Here's a got you. We might need you to give a little favor for this water. Right. To get That's the water across. It, it might include you sucking dick. What? It might include you getting it in the ass. We don't what? know. Either way, we need that water. So Andy said, I showered. He, okay. He I got some mouthwash. <laughs> okay. And I was prepared to get the water to Firefest because we had been working on this project all summer and damn it, it was going to happen. Well, we all know what happened, ended up happening with Firefest. Right. Luckily for Andy, they gave, went ahead and gave him the water. But now the form of payment that people are suggesting, like, Duke Energy, do y'all accept Visa, MasterCard, <laughs> or, or Andy? Okay. <laughs> Can we give so you this Andy? What's up? Wow. So, because of his due diligence, oh, wow. You know, um, he has now um go and where am I going? Da, 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 da. All of this, this is a lot of talking, a lot of talk. Okay, here it is. Now a year after the release of the Firefest documentary, after we found out about all of this this true tea. <coughs> Got you choking. Damn. Look, Andy, damn. Miss Very Rare Shot get it. Her, the cat catches her damn mouth. Pastor Dutchie. <laughs> I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> 
Look, Andy getting deals and shit. Right. Okay. Y'all, y'all wasn't gonna pat me on the back or nothing. No, I didn't mean, I didn't mean, I didn't we, just look, we just pray you make it. Okay. <laughs> y'all still looking. I thought it was a nostalgic. Are you gonna reaction. spill the tear? No. I'm still hold dying. Hold Hello. Why you gotta put, tilt your head back? Hey, Yo, you need some My water. My eyes in watering this shit. No, I thought you was. some water. I thought it was a reaction because you were talking about niggas no. sucking dick, and I thought it was a deep went down the wrong way. Okay. First of all, I don't have... Nope, it don't even matter. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Say that for episode 169. Okay, it don't even matter. You yes. tried to set me up just now. He did. Anyway, he did. a year... And we're going to cut all that out. All but yeah, a year after the release <laughs> of the documentary, popular water brand Evian, you know, that good Evian water too. Right, Evian good is good water. as fuck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're repaying Andy for his heroic efforts. It's not, see, it's heroic. Hold on, let me finish reading this so mm. I can go on, go in real quick. I know what you're going. Go ahead, sis. The brand is honoring Andy with his very own custom Evian water bottle with the slogan, so good you do anything for it. I know that's wow. right. Because the water is good. The water is good. But what's some bullshit. It good going down your throat. It, it's very smooth. But what's some bullshit is, Andy is heroic. Speak on it. Speak on A it, man is heroic. A homosexual man it's heroic. Shy, if I it's had it's been at the border talking about I'm sucking, I'll suck the dick to get the water over here. I'd have been every hoe. The every whore. at the border is trying Maywood. to get water for Filet, trying to give head Maywood. to get some water. That's Maywood. what these hoes is out here doing. I'm going to tell you That's honestly, exactly what would have happened. made the news. Okay. <laughs> That's a fact, too. This is true. This is very true. Nobody would have known too. about that. That would have got. That would have went down, first of all. It would have went down. So and fuck the world and society with y'all double-ass standards. Andy, because mm. Andy want to suck dick, you a hero. That's it. That's it. Mm. I mean, because he's a white of, homosexual male. That's all. You know, you just gotta embrace that. Celebrate right now, that's it. the wave, man. Embracing your LGBT shit. I got a little bit of that sprinkled in my petty perspectives in there with this Aaron Hernandez shit. Everybody, wanna, OMG, uh, I just OMG. watched that uh, yeah. Netflix. Where is it? Is it on Netflix? Because yes, everybody's talking about it. I we'll, still haven't watched we'll, it. We'll move on. I heard that his girl is a writer or something. Definitely a writer. Okay. Uh, hot topic. That's or it. is she stupid? It's not in there. No. Oh, okay. So that's something that you can talk yeah. about. Yeah. Because, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. No, so um, Ashby is here. Go, go ahead, ahead. Go complete ahead. Carry, it. Carry on, carry on. Right. Oh, well, so I don't know where y'all had. Did y'all already? Cover we didn't everything? talk about two what? things. We didn't talk about Trump or Jeffrey Epstein. Oh well, I'd rather talk. Well, you're gonna get into that in petty perspectives. I can't wait for that because I really just watched that Aaron Hernandez yeah, okay. documentary and that shit was crazy. Yeah, I still haven't watched it. Go ahead, put it me on. It was crazy, and you know I pay for Netflix every month and do not use it. Oh wow! Do you sh- spread the wealth? Do you let other people use your? I don't. Oh, she's uh, no. the above. I Nobody have asked. That account uh, just sitting there ain't got no favorites on none it. None of it. Except the, the office. List. Y'all know the office is my favorite show. One of my top five I love favorite the show. Office. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> well, anyhow, everybody had been complaining about there being a surviving R. Kelly being a mm-hmm. survivor. They went in on R. Kelly. They had a part two of his part one documentary. Ain't that some shit? How y'all gonna have a part two to oh. the damn documentary? And it was just the same old shit. They're gonna make sure this nigga go down. Like, like they, 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 we I mean, don't he deserves your ass to be out. Yeah, his streets. little children, sister wives fighting on social media and shit. He deserve it. Oh gosh. I <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Yeah, it was. I was gonna post the uh Joyceless mugshot in the um talk about yeah, that but we I'm over we ain't gonna give it no more yeah, light. I'm right. so sick of them bitches oh my gosh I was like you know what I don't even want to talk about them anyway so um, Jeffrey Epstein Stein whatever the fuck he's getting his own documentary on Lifetime they announced they're doing a four part surviving Jeffrey Epstein 
documentary. So many have been very critical of Lifetime for the network's initial and second parts of its award-winning documentary, Surviving R. Kelly, because they felt there was no other man with similar skeletons in their closets that should also be spotlighted. Well, Lifetime must have been listening because <laughs> complex reports that Surviving Jeff- Jeffrey Epstein is on the way. Yes. And it's so many motherfuckers that need a surviving story. Like, it's unbelievable. But right. they're not finna touch that Weinstein. Weinstein. Uh, yeah, they're not gonna touch him. They're not finna touch him. He got his hands in everybody's pockets. Right. Like, he will cut your fucking uh, check off. All of, but then that's what... A, but the thing with Jeffrey Epstein... How he because he's the one that everybody keeps saying that he didn't kill himself, right? That's the one that right, they found allegedly. dead and all that by suicide, yeah. allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too many people tied up in his shit, too. So I don't know how this documentary is going to go because remember, he had evidence that it was a lot of celebrities sleeping with these kids that he was sex trafficking. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So I don't know how they're going to get so Are many people to participate. It? You know what I'm saying? So then, how. You know, ain't no tea like black people tea. R. Kelly shit, you know, it was a very sad story, but the first episode, we was like, bitch, yeah. could you, you know, know another Jeffrey thing? Epstein ain't gonna give us that. Nah. And you know, it was so many people willing to come forward exactly. with the R. Kelly thing. Like, motherfuckers was singing like fucking free exactly. cage. They don't do that. Jeffrey Epstein, he was like, I don't know. Uh, I'll take my money, raise my kids in the suburb, and be good. Exactly. So I don't know how this ain't going to be real. It's going to be bitches behind damn gray, uh, gray screens okay, on this shit. No, like. A whole screen blur. I don't want no evidence of me having any part of this. Whereas us. Yes. I got a photo spread in <laughs> essence. Hey, they're going to they have a voice joint. Okay. <laughs> and you could tell it's a bitch. I caught an Uber. <laughs> At a regular occurrence at the local <laughs> recreational park we used to be at. Like, exactly. We don't know if these is men, like, women, or what. Uh, what? Right. But, yeah, so this, you know, you already know. They finna sugarcoat the hell out this shit because, yeah. God forbid, anybody else's dirty ass hands get shown. Well, exactly. They, they chasing views. Um, it, that's that's really what it is. They that's all it views. is. If you can attach that to something, you can be the first to do it. That's what they're doing. That's the strategy. They being the first to do it. That's, yeah. how they, that's how they're going to get that attention to it. You know, ain't nobody, ain't nobody goddamn fooled by this shit. Hell no. Ain't nobody fooled by this shit. Anyway, yeah, be right out. <laughs> be right out. What kind of so, accent is that? Be right out. Um, did y'all talk, what did y'all say? The only last one was Trump. Yeah, oh, y'all talked shit. about Young Jock already? We did, yes. We did. <laughs> I we thought that Jock. was funny. We got Jock. I thought that was funny. Trump shit, Trump shit. Yeah, Trump Speaking shit. of Trump shit, segueing mm-hmm. into it while you mm-hmm. get it up, mm-hmm. I mean, them niggas did the gun, the, gut, the get the gat challenge at the White House, <laughs> LSU, uh, who was that lady? The oh, yeah, who ate? She killed it, though. Yo, a little bit. Killed she, it. <laughs> she had me like, I'm like, oh, that bitch sexy. No, no. You see, yeah, you no, see, it's something about, go no, no, it's something about no, a straight no. and narrow white woman doing a black dance to a black song. It's something about to that To a shit. black man, because I was like, this bitch, it was cute or oh, whatever. Yeah. She threw that little ass on the, on, the, on the one boy, on the, on the line, on the wide receiver, dude. <laughs> I thought the shit was cool. I bet I you really did. I really did. I bet you did. I, this close to Black History Month, that, that, I bet you did. I, that, 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 that don't matter how close it is. Shit. Anyways, ABC News reports 
The House voted early this afternoon, this was a couple days ago, to formally send the impeachment charges against Trump to the Senate, which marks the beginnings of his presidential impeachment trial. The House resolution appointed seven managers named by the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who acted as the prosecutors presenting to the Democrats the case against Trump. The vote was 228 to 193, and there were about 140 members of the public watching from their galleries. Like, that's something that I'm really not interested in to watch because y'all know that shit was probably boring as hell. But this whole impeachment process is just interesting to me because, first of all, the general public could care two shits less. Obviously, because this is not something that's as front street as I feel like it should it be. It should be because it's Not big. like how it was like when Clinton was getting impeached. Oh, it should seem like it was everywhere. You know what I'm right. saying? We ain't had shit going on back then. That's either. true. I mean, and no, the social, we, did. We, we had, but you know, it was no social, social media, media and all yeah. that wasn't happening at yeah. the time. So, yeah. you know, we didn't have DVR and all that shit right. like how we you do missed now. The news, you missed the news, services. Shit. We ain't have all that. You right. know what I'm saying? So, but the shit was on everything national media. It was, was, right. And it doesn't seem like this is my... um. I don't know. Like, what do y'all, what is, I don't know. Y'all probably talked about this when it first came up and maybe I wasn't here. But what is everyone's stance on this whole impeachment situation for real? I, I think they know the play. I think the reason why it's, um, it's not as um, widely covered as you would think it would be. It is widely covered, but it's not as heavily like, you know, everything is on everything because... <laughs> Um, I think media, we're a lot smarter now mm-hmm. to where we know what the play is after this. And nobody wants to really put in too much on him being impeached and then he f- wiggled his way out. And then, they, you know, kind of it's like you were too heavily on him being impeached. Look what Fox did. Look what CNN did. And then they didn't know that he had a way to wiggle his, his way out. And and there has been some leakage of information of how he cannot totally be impeached. be impeached. That's what I'm, I mean, that's all I'm, the way how news is being presented to me, you know, as as I'm receiving it is, y'all can go through all this all y'all want. If he doesn't, it's the way he comes off and his administration is, if he does not want to leave, he's not going to. And there's nothing that we can, we as the general public can do about it. Okay. It's how it comes off to me. And even if he does get impeached, we have to think about his replacement. You know, it would be Mike Pence and nobody Literally want, the leader we don't of the want, clan. You know what I'm saying? We don't want him in office. Nope. And then we don't have any Democratic nominees that look like they can even beat him. Right. So it's like at this point, at this point, me moving to Ghana and shit, you think it's a lie. Yeah, you ain't moving no goddamn econ. I need to, I would, I would have she to because she, I don't know what, where the United States is going. How it doesn't I don't believe seem, we're moving in the same direction. We, I don't think we're moving like in the same direction. you tell your job when you're getting ready. <laughs> right, when you're getting ready <laughs> or to Or when quit. your job tell you when they're getting ready to fire you. Because, I mean, <laughs> it's a lot of when I'm thinking about even my life personally, right? And just the people around me. When I'm thinking of, you know, I'm trying to buy a house this year and all that. But even if I don't buy a house, I'm noticing how housing, rent and all that is going up while nobody's pay is going up. That's right. a, something that needs to be talked about. Healthcare is high as hell. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of people that can't even afford it. Right. So they, I know people that haven't gone to the doctors in years just because yeah, healthcare is too fucking high. And we're young and need to, you know what I'm saying? Like just little things like that. And it's just like, um, for me, I I don't know what I was watching. This was about six, seven years ago. They were just talking about how there's not going to, in 10 years, there's not going to be no middle class. It's going to be the rich and the, or the poor. poor. And that's it. And that's, and that's what it, it seems like we are. And that's where it seems mm-hmm. like we are, the way that things are increasing, pay mm-hmm. isn't increasing. So they almost expect you mm-hmm. 
to do something strange for some change. You're right. going to have to, at the end of the day, you're going to end up either dead or in jail by just trying to make a standard, standard living. living. And you know what's so crazy? <laughs> you saying doing something strange for some change. That's where, you know, people, we've been making fun of these sex workers and stuff, but it's way more prevalent now. Absolutely. Only fans and all that is only popping because people don't have no other way to make money. So you might as well show some city, jerk off in front of a camera and get a couple of dollars thrown your way. People are fucking money now. People are literally fucking corn. They're trafficking people and getting money off of it. Like people have That's become desperate fucking become. commerce at right. this point. That's how desperate. I mean, it's not that trafficking hasn't been going on for right. You know, for however long. But, but it's how it's so big now. Well, it's because motherfuckers, is, you this is it. their living. You know what right. it is? It's become a um, a feasible alternative, right? To making money mm-hmm. uh, based on what is available. In the marketplace, like you can't, if you can't, if you're not a recruiter or right. you're not, you don't have some special skill set or you're not willing to drive 80 hours over the road in a truck, right. you know, it's hard for you to make a, a six figure income if you don't want to be in the sales, if you don't have like a sales mentality or mm-hmm. something like or that. Or an entrepreneur, really. Yeah, and an they're like, what? And you're still going to work tireless hours. hours to Absolutely. be an entrepreneur at this yeah. point. Facts. In fucking San Francisco, I think they said that you're below the poverty line if you make less than $90,000. In San Francisco, what? yeah, the cost of living in San Francisco is so high that you're below the poverty line if you can qualify for food stamps. But you got to uh, think they're probably their minimum wage is probably, I mean, not their minimum wage, but you know, you're you could probably get a job average. and you're playing, you're getting paid in here. the twenties, yeah, right, mm-hmm. right, right away, right, right off top. But mm-hmm. it's just like. What the fuck? It doesn't matter if your rent is twenty five hundred a week a month. <laughs> like, with a stu- and that's a studio apartment. And that's you a studio know, apartment right, in San Francisco. You're not getting much. It's so. houses that's two hundred thousand in Charlotte. That's a million. You know, uh, yeah. in other places. Yeah, so. that's why a lot of niggas gay out there, man. He got, <laughs> you got goddamn roommate. You got goddamn get, get intimate with a nigga okay. and count on a nigga. Uh, we started off his roommates, then bam. Yeah, bam. yeah nigga. I mean, day his dick was in my ass. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. It's been little days. The, the days passed, and this little sugar daddy's looking a little more appealing. Mm. Like, ugh, don't. <laughs> Unhand me. Unhand me. You jive turkey. I need (laughs) the coin. I need you know, let me say I'm not even gonna put what, whichever one of my friends like her, I'm not gonna say who it is, her name or nothing like that. Uh oh. But she damn sure got seven hundred dollars just to touch it. Just to touch it? Just to touch it. She ain't even fucking yet. He was old. He was old. Oh, wow. But she got 700. She don't need too much, but she got that said. She did more than goddamn touch it. She she sucked the dick, but she told you Mm -mm. she just touched it. But you got to think about it. Some, you meet the right old guy. They just be wanting the the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. And maybe, can you make me oatmeal in the morning? Okay. Like, that's more than I can. And they'll give you 1,200. Nigga, oh, yeah. oh, that's my rent. Let's get it. That's a shame. It is <laughs> they a market retirement for that. and social security. They it's good. a market for that because motherfuckers is giving up on love. They just want to pay for some good company and take your negativity. Niggas have here. given like so, and I think that's the fault of social media. People have definitely started giving up on love. Mm. Just I just take the bread. What's up? Yeah, <laughs> for real. That's crazy. Money yeah. makes me come. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm going to let you take it out, Ashby. Well, you yeah, no, that wraps up Hot Topics then. Uh, hot make topics. sure y'all follow. Oh, he did our, it. He did it real good. That's why I said, I said you going to do it this time. What? Yeah, I got it. I, I oh, she did it. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. I ain't been working on my vocals, so I couldn't really do it just now. It's so, all good. But yeah, follow our IG, No Advisory Podcast, and our YouTube page. And yeah, that wraps up Hot Topics. That is, that is it. And we'll be back with Broken Abroad. Life.
Petty P with No Advisory Podcast. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? All right. All right. We very well. We very well. I'm here with uh, my esteemed colleagues. <laughs> Ashby. And you girl, Shaw Bugs. Yes. We are so sorry. We over here talking because nobody told us yeah, no, we that told we already you. started recording. <laughs> we told you. You just weren't paying attention. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Miss Deanna. So, Deanna, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for kicking it with us today. So, I'm not sure if you're familiar with No Advisory, but we're just going to get straight into it. Hopefully, um, hopefully we don't... <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we don't embarrass you with our questions. Exactly. Right. We're just going to leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's All right. That. So, just let the people know who you are, where you're from, and what the fuck you do. 
Um, so I'm Deanna. Um, I'm from Charlotte, born and raised. I know that's rare, but yes, I'm <laughs> one of them. Um, and I am a writer. I'm an attorney and a traveler. So, yeah. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> I actually um, came across you or became familiar with you because I get the emails from Travel Noir. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a, I don't know which, I think I was reading something about the Maldives or am I saying it right? Maldives, Maldives, either Maldives, way. Yeah. Um, and you were on there and yeah. just um, talking about your experience and everything where you went. And it said, like you said, that you were a lawyer and everything and you ended up teaching where in Asia, right? Yes, South right. Korea. Before you um, started doing your travel blog and things. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Like you studied law and then now you're doing something a little different. So how did you get to where you are now? Um, well, I was practicing law here in Charlotte for like the last seven years. So I graduated from North Carolina Central School of Law. So big up uh, Eagle Pride. Um, <laughs> graduated in 2010 from law school, um, got right into practicing after passing the bar. Um, and then I just found that like I was burned out. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I was a criminal defense attorney. So I was dealing with Charlotte's finest. Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> um, it was a cool job, you know defending people it's a it's a whole different ball game but um I always knew that I had this love for travel um and it was near and dear to my heart and uh I wanted to find a way where I could travel but still make money right um so reached out to a few friends that I knew who had uh pretty much made the decision to move abroad and teach English in Asia mm. um the only difference was most of them did it right after college mm. so I was like mm, you know here I am this person I've been practicing law for seven years what do I look like just quitting my job to move to Asia to teach kids English um but just like after doing the research just talking to other people who had done it watching you know YouTube videos of people who were already there I just knew it was for me um mm. So, yeah, so I applied to a program through a university that uh, is based in Korea, but they kind of have like people on the ground here in the United States. Um, and I got accepted. Um, the company, they do everything for you as far as like your visa, setting up, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I went I went in July of 2017 mm-hmm. Um yeah. And I, I loved every minute of it. My apartment was paid for. My health insurance was paid for. My utilities were paid for. I still got a check every month. Um, and yeah, so I lived my best life for a year in Korea. Um, traveled to eight countries within that year, oh, awesome. uh, including the Maldives. Mm-hmm. Um, and then right before I left, I actually got the position. So I am the senior writer of Travel Noir. Oh. Okay. Um, yes, I, I do actually write for them okay. um, as a job. <laughs> yeah, well, they just happen to do like a separate um, guide. They let me do a separate guide for the app. Gotcha. Um, okay. So that's where I am now. That's yeah. wild. That's yeah. awesome. So, 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 what did your parents say about you going from North Durham to North Korea? I mean, that's a that's a hell of an adjustment. <laughs> um, I mean, of course, my mom. She. Uh, she was skeptical because everybody thinks like, oh, my God, Korea, Korea. So they automatically think You're gonna die. North Korea. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. So they think North Korea where, you know, Americans typically don't travel. Um, right. But I wasn't in North Korea. I was in South Korea. Oh, South side. South side. <laughs> South Korea is a, it's a whole different ballgame. It's literally like, you know, if you go to Seoul, which is the main, uh, which is the capital city, the main city, it's literally like New York, like just a big New York. That's it. 
um, just in Korean. (laughs) But um, it's super cool, super fun. You know, they have bars, clubs, sneaker culture, everything we have here at Times 10, pretty much. I know the Hyundai game is on fleek. Okay, sir. (laughs) (laughs) That's what what I was interested in. Like, I don't know if you went over there because my thing is, what are the boys like? What is the dating like like over there? I I know you went over there for other things, but... Was there a work? Did you meet anybody? Did you did oh, you see Lord, any type Jesus. of potentials? Like like what what's that scene like? People use obviously um, there. So as far as you wanting a black guy, I mean, I try to talk to somebody that's in the military, which. You just don't really know if they're married or not. Right, okay. Because, you know, military um, so people get married with, immediately. Look, okay, we can deal exactly. with that in the States. So. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Because most of them, like, so the rule is, like, if you sign on to move overseas for one year, you can't bring your family. Mm-hmm. So most of them sign on for that one year to get it over with, with a whole wife and kids, you know, back at home. Right. So, oh. You know, they try to come overseas and live their best life. Exactly. Like, yeah. Selling their royal oats and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then Korean guys, uh, <laughs> for, a, for a black girl, it's not really the wave. I mean, there are some been, you know, lucky, lucky soulmate in a Korean man. Um, like there's this <laughs> one chick, she's super dope. Uh, her name is Jessica Fry, mm-hmm. but she has a hair supply store, a restaurant, a oh, jazz wow. lounge, like all that now in Korea because her, she married a Korean guy. And he had the coin, right? Yeah. So she is like doing it big over there. But other than that, I mean, she's really hanging. Yeah. Right. She, she's, she's doing the thing over there. Yeah. How surprising. <laughs> <laughs> it's so needed said- though. Cause there's, there's more black people over there than you think. And then of course the uh, military. So she has her shops and all her businesses like right in the area where the military bases uh, are. I can so, only imagine so, yeah. she's, so doing she's, well. right. yeah. she's, she's doing well. Right. She's doing well. That's what's up. She had a nice little list. So you went to Korea, you taught, and you ended you traveled while you were there as well, which was you traveled to eight different countries within that year? Yes. So within that six months, or as I said six months, within the eight years that I was in uh, South Korea, yes, I traveled to eight countries. So luckily, um, unlike America, uh, foreign countries, they get a lot, a lot, a lot of vacation time. And Mm. when I say vacation time, it's not like a day off. You get like a week off, you know, five days, 10 days. So, um, you know, I use my vacation breaks to the best of my ability. Absolutely. Um, And then, of course, being over there, the flights are so much cheaper. Mm. Um, so I literally went everywhere. Um, yeah, I went to Thailand, Vietnam, Cambodia, the Maldives, uh, Tokyo, Japan, Hong Kong, uh, I'm missing to uh, Malaysia. I mean, you name it, like I've probably touched it all over there in Asia. <laughs> That's so how do you, how do you teach someone, um, even with you having your blog and everything, how do you teach uh, an average American worker how they can um, travel so extensively, um, so extensively, extensively on a budget. So there are flight deals. So I don't think a lot of people realize that. So that's kind of where I got my start in, I guess, uh, travel blogging. Um, so my very first deal that I came across, and it was literally just seeing somebody else posted and taking a risk on my own, mm-hmm. but it was, I think, Christmas 2013, there was this insane deal from New York to Dubai for 187 round trip. $187? Yes. Um, and so I bought it, my, I bought it for like me, my, and two of my cousins, 
Um, and we went. It was a legit flight. It was on um, Etihad, which is like the uh, competitor of uh, Emirates, which Emirates is like probably the number one airline in the world. Mm. Um, and they're based yeah, in like okay. the Middle East. But um, yeah, so I bought the flight. Um, everybody was like, oh, my God, you know, you're going to be on Soul Plane or something okay. like that. So I, was like, <laughs> I was like, no, you know, it's a legit flight. Um of course, I'm not in first class. Like, I was in economy, but it still was a comfortable ride. Mm. Um, and I don't remember. I don't think we really had any layovers or if we did. Well, from New York. Um, How long was the flight? If we did it. Uh, I don't remember. Maybe like nine or ten hours, oh, something wow. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was probably like my first long plane ride um, other than like Europe or something like that. Um, so after I saw that flight deals were a thing I was like okay like now I know you know you don't have to be rich to travel mm-hmm. now if you want to go out there and ball out that's a different story but as far as getting there it doesn't have to be expensive um so there are websites uh that literally post these deals all day every day like non-stop around the clock got my um, pen and- <laughs> ready got my pen ready go ahead and run yeah. it down so um my favorite, so the number one uh, site that I use is called Secret Flying. So secret, like you're telling a secret, flying.com. Uh, so all one word, secretflying.com. Um, and when you get on the site, you can filter it uh, for USA flights because they post flights for like all over the world. So it mm-hmm. could be like a flight from like Australia to Europe or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can filter it just to show you flights around the United States. So sometimes you'll get Charlotte flights, but I'll be honest, Charlotte itself doesn't come up a lot. But what I advise people to do is to look for like New York or Atlanta or even DC um, because it's super cheap to get to those bigger cities from Charlotte. Right. Um, And then once you buy the, you know, the flight deal, it's worth it. It's still cheaper than flying from Charlotte to buy the two flights together. Mm -hmm. Um, So typically I'll just, you know, buy the flight deal, as soon as I see it, if it's somewhere that I really want to go, because the thing about flight deals, they're only around for about 24 to 48 hours. So it's not one of those things where you can be like, oh, let me call my friends. OK, can you get off on this day? Right. Like it's literally like you kind of got to have like a little travel stash mm. already kind of together um, for you and your crew or whoever. And y'all have to kind of be ready to know, like, are we looking for you know, flights to Paris, we're looking for flights to blah, 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 so that when they come up, like you're ready to hit that button. Right. Um, And yeah, and so that's just, you know, what I do, obviously now as, you know, being somebody that works for Travel Noir, I don't really have to pay for a lot of my travel anymore, thank God. But, um, you know, when I do travel for myself, I still use flight deals, like, hands down. (laughs) That's the only website you're going to relinquish. Oh, sorry. Um, so secret flying is probably number one. Number two, um, they who post probably the next, I guess, fair amount of Charlotte deals would be fair deal alert. So it's F A R E D E A L A L E R T. So fair deal alert.com is all one word. Um, and for that one, again, same way as secret flying, but this one, you can actually filter it by Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Um, and so they'll, you know, tell you like cheap deals from Charlotte, uh, to wherever around the world. Um, another one is theflightdeal.com, all one word, T-H-E-F-L-I-G-H-T-D-E-A-L.com. Um, all one word, same way. They don't really post Charlotte flights, um, but it's tons of New York, 
uh, and stuff like that. And then the last one is airfarespot.com. So A-I-R-F-A-R-E-S-P-O-T.com, airfarespot.com, all one word. And they too post a lot of Charlotte deals. You got um, niggas in here taking notes. Got them all. Okay. <laughs> we got them all. We're about to go yeah, somewhere. And that's what. Um, oh, I'm sorry. You, go ahead. It's, it's okay. So you can actually like put in your email address to have them send like their little daily newsletter right. to you. Um, but I don't do that. I mean, I do, but I also make it a habit. Like if I'm looking to go somewhere to just kind of check the site, mm-hmm. maybe like every few hours, because literally stuff pops up. And by the time the daily blast comes to your newsletter, um, to your email, it's gone. The deal is so, gone already. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Do you find it easier? Because um, one thing about traveling, especially when you're trying to travel with people, like getting everybody <laughs> together, nobody has time for that. When it's time for payments, everybody mm, got, got this. Mm-hmm. Do you find it easy? Do you do a lot of traveling alone or do you have a lot of your friends travel with you? And if you do travel alone, what tips do you have for the lady who will be traveling alone? Sure. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I would say 90% of my trips, I travel solo. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's work or, you know, personal trips. Right. Um, I do have a small travel crew, you know, shout out to them. Um, <laughs> so when we all can get off on the same time, um, you know, we do tend to like, you know, buy the same deals or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I just personally prefer solo travel. I'm my only child, so I'm used to being by myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm just kind of one of those people that, you know, after so much time of being around people, I have to have that time to like right. parts and, you know, be alone. But um, as far as solo travel, um, it's it's really one of those things I tell people to test the waters a little bit. So what I mean by that is, you know, maybe start with like a little vacation or staycation in your own city. So if like you live in Charlotte or you live in Atlanta or wherever, like book a hotel room for like a night on a Friday, you know, at a hotel, you know, take yourself to dinner and then go to your hotel and see if you enjoy being by yourself. Um, because if you're one of those people who's like, Ooh, like it, I just feel weird. Then it's kind of a waste of money to mm. like go somewhere by yourself. Right. If you already know like, Oh yeah, I definitely can, you know, take myself to the movies, you know, whatever, whatever. I don't mind it. Then yeah, I say go for it. Um, the Caribbean is always a good place to start. Um, just because more than likely you're going to stay around your resort or the beach, um, which means there's going to always be like people around. So you're not going to be in like some secluded area, right. um, you know, whatever. There's going to be Wi-Fi for you to connect with friends and family back home. Um, so I say test that out first, a place like that, a place that still speaks English. If you, you know, if you don't speak any other languages, um, you know, start there, you know, maybe like three nights, you know, or whatever, and just see like, okay, Um And once I get there, typically, you know, I'll kind of feel out the environment. Um, You know, of course, the locals, especially in the Caribbean, you know, they're going to be pushy as far as like trying to sell you stuff. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So it's just like anywhere else you would be if you were at home in the States or wherever, you know, just be, you know, mindful of your surroundings at all times. Mm -hmm. You know, as a woman at night, you know, maybe carry you a little bit of mace, um, but just read the rules because some countries actually don't allow different things like that. But um, just, you know, carry you, you know, some kind of safety mechanism if you are like walking at night or something like that um and of course you know always let people know as far as back home like where you are check in with somebody at all times as far as like you know this is my hotel 
Um, you know, I'm going out to dinner, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, for me, I find that solo travel is actually very rewarding because okay. uh, you can kind of like see a place on your own and really take it in like on your ter- on your terms mm. and the way you want to do it. Yeah. yeah, buddy. But you got to watch out for them. You seen the movie Hostel? Have I? No. Yeah, they be out there <laughs> plotting on them damn solo travelers out there trying to steal your organs. You got to make sure oh. your head on the swivel. <laughs> on the swivel, both ways. I say, be mindful where you are, but at the same time, man, you got to live life too. You can't right. just be out here living in fear because the United States... You. Compared to what they say, it's probably the most dangerous place other than like mm-hmm. the, you know, like Iran's and Iraq's and stuff like that. But. I mean, they be warning people before they come to America, like, look, you've gone <laughs> to dangerous territory. <laughs> right. Be careful when you get over exactly. there. You're going to have to make you a little <laughs> right. shank because we can't let you travel over there with one. Yeah, no, you <laughs> so get, get over at, there, make a shank and good luck. Yeah, then you get shot at school, church, right. near the grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> you can get shot calling the cops on somebody else. And the cops? May shoot you. Yeah. And they right. shoot your ass if you go. Uh, you got to be careful. It actually does sound a little bit worse over here. But nevertheless, I was going <laughs> I was going to ask you too. I was like, it, you know how they say, you know, I know cats that was in the military, they came back and it was like, yo, this shit popping in Germany. You know, they love mm-hmm. niggas over there. How you feel? Is it the same? Do you get that same love? Like, do people celebrate you uh over like overseas or what what areas did you feel more celebrated? Um, uh, I would definitely say, obviously, going back to Africa, you gonna always feel like you're home. Like, and they love to see Black Americans. Oh my God! Um, come back. Um, no, no matter I, where you go. I, I so. know. <laughs> I'm not saying oh my God to you. I'm saying oh my uh, God because we have uh, yes. an esteemed colleague in here named Shabu who was just talking about she finna move to Acon City. Now that's some bullshit. Oh yeah. Well, no, it's really a thing. He just signed the final, the final agreement. Please so school really his Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I know. Uh, he did his thing on his end. Uh, I'm talking about her motherfucking transition. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. She ain't transitioning. Uh, hey, ass niggas. Moving on, sis. Who else loved you over, over broad? Oh. Um, let's. See. I mean, <laughs> I would say okay. So there's a difference. So there's mm-hmm. a difference between like l- loved per and se lust. and <laughs> they but be- I. Fetishizing, is that what they call it? A little bit. I think it's just more of like they're super intrigued because they don't see a lot of us. Right. Um, So like especially in Asia, um, you know, this is if anybody decides they want to move to Asia. It's a very good place to move, very cheap. (laughs) But, um, you know, you do have to get used to constant stares, people taking your picture, you know, without you asking. The potential for people to, you know, touch your hair if you got braids or something like that because to them it's like... Oh my gosh, you know, it's a foreign thing, right. you know, whatever. Um, but if you have tough skin and you realize like, well, they're not looking at me as like some animal is more so like they just have never seen this and they're just super curious. Make that a teaching moment if you okay. can. I mean, there may be a language barrier, but, you know, tell them politely like, no, don't touch my hair. But, you know, these are braids. This is what I wear, you know, or whatever. <laughs> um, you don't have to be rude about it. I know right. it may be offensive. Somebody just touch. But um, I definitely think like that's kind of my my feel for Asia. They're just very curious because all they have a lot of the times is what they see on TV portrayed about us. Right. So That's to crazy. see us in person, right. To see us in person, I think in their mind, they're trying to like match it all up. That's so ironic. And you, you, you're a tourist, but you end up the tourist attraction. Basically. Yeah. Basically. Um, 
But like I said, I had those teachable moments with, you know, my coworkers because I worked in a public school system in Korea. I taught in elementary school. Um, my kids loved me. You know, they thought I was the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, they bawled crying when I left. Like, it was crazy. But as far as my coworkers, the adults, you know, a lot of them think they already know Black culture or Black Americans or Americans in general. And so you just kind of have to, like, have those teaching moments, you know, mm-hmm. with people like, no, we're not all rappers and athletes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, I'm a lawyer back in the United States. Right. You know, they're like, oh my gosh, you're. I'm like, yeah, like it. That's a thing. Right. Um. So <laughs> yeah. Um. Only other place that I would kind of say I wouldn't shy away from it, but the people can be rude, and it's not just to black people. I think it's to people. Period. Is Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, certain places in Europe, um, like your uh, Italy and, and France, mostly. <laughs> um, just sometimes the people can be a little rude, but I've never experienced like any like direct racism okay. um, or anything like that. No. Okay. What you was about to say, Ash? Mm-hmm. No, no. It was funny. She brought that up. I remember when I was on a plane coming home from college and I was sitting next to this Asian man and we got off the plane, was getting off the plane. and He asked if he could take a picture with me. My dumb ass, of course, I'm young and calm. I'm like, yeah, sure, let's take a picture. Thinking back on the shit, he probably thought I was Oprah or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> we were both in coach. I don't know who he thought I was, but yeah. that's so funny that you say that. I guess they would think it was weird to see, not weird to see a black people, but they don't see a lot of black people. Mm, right. Right. Well, so you just fascinated. Well, Ash, yeah, you, got, you got real hair, Ash, you know, so that's probably what he was <laughs> I mean, looking at. <laughs> So yeah, so when they take your picture, I mean, they're probably sending it to like a cousin, like, oh my gosh, like I met one, you know. Met one. Look, I might be in somebody's <laughs> picture frame in Korea. I'm like, this is so, my, yeah. my friend from the plane. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> crazy. So, man, Deanna, we appreciate you coming on. What can people find you and all your other travel hacks that you got going on? Um, I mostly post everything on my Instagram. So it's at broke and abroad life. Uh, just way it sounds broke, B R O K E A N D A B R O A D life, L I F E on Instagram at broke and abroad life. Awesome. Is that a, is that a, like a double entendre? I'm just, no, I'm not, don't, don't like, no offense, but it's like a double entendre. Did you, did you mean for that to be that? <laughs> so I guess it started because I found flight deals. So I was like, "Oh, I'm broke, but I'm always abroad." Like, oh, okay, 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 yeah, okay. but not like I'm abroad. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I thought you meant yeah, that like no. an entendre. Like I'm like, that's that shit clever right there. That shit gonna hit. That shit gonna hit. No, I think it's still gonna hit though. You still gonna rock out. Yeah, we're gonna be following you, nevertheless. All right, thank you so much. Janie, so with one All piece right. of advice that you would give any of your followers, listeners, anything that you want to leave with them before you go. Um, all I ever tell people is live your life, you know, take the leap. Don't be scared. Um, you know, because we only get one. So live it to the, to, to the fullest. Word. That's beautiful. Thank you, mama. Nice Thank to meet you. you. Yes. Have, a great one. Right, have a good one. Bye. Bye. Yeah, yo. So that was dope. I like that. I like how we man. all pulled out know. our phones. We going some places. Oh, we we, we traveling. seven to Dubai. Son. Look, when we... And I don't want y'all niggas going so over there. I don't. Y'all looked on there already. And you can find a cheap flight. Yeah, you can find a cheap flight to up? Houston. You, you know what I mean? I'm going someplace. All right. And she gave some good little hacks and websites. Yeah. So I hope y'all wrote it down. I definitely did. And y'all, we'll 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 see we'll see you in see you in the air. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I was gonna say, I ain't talking in well, vain shit, now. We'll goddamn segue the fuck out. We'll say right, right back. Rewrite the fuck back. <laughs> Let's get it.
get this shutter. Oh, let's get this shutter. Oh, let's get this shutter. Mirror running up them bands, boy. I need to get this shutter. 35 racks and better. Stop going on my leather. And my team won't let her. I need to fly my bezel. I'm on the next, next level. I wanna be successful. Put the pedal to the metal. Yeah, 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 yeah. To the metal. Put the pedal to the metal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put the pedal to the metal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put the pedal to the metal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put the pedal to the metal. Yeah. My first kid, lead the haters in the radio. Catch up in the lie, yeah. Rockstar, yeah. Make it bands all year. Cause he always dropping fire. Better tell the boys to quit. Give it up and just please stop trying. Yo, chick want the fix. She be eyeing me. I ain't lying. My name came up quick. Is this all just perfect timing? My weed strand is lit. I'm smoking on that blood diamond. We can throw the fist. Knock him out like I was Tyson. You deep with some grips. I know I'm not frightened. Get a little bro a brick. He moved like I was Simon. Light me in no Six, little nigga was on his grinding Ready for the lick I was only with one aligning Now you on my shit Hell nigga, I'm not stopping I need to get this shutter 35 racks and better Stop going on my leather And my team won't let her I need to fly my bezel I'm on the next, next level I wanna be successful Put the pedal to the metal Yeah, 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 yeah Put the pedal to the metal Yeah, 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 yeah Put the pedal to the metal Yeah, 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 yeah. the metal, I get high tea kettle, bad bitch needs several, won't stop, never settle, I be steady on my job, I be steady working hard, had to switch the name of star, now we knowing who we are, dipping in and out of expensive cars, either way, yeah, we beat the odds, now we saying we live in large, we the one my click and charge, disrespect, I'm clipping, boy, disrespect is crippin', boy, don't wanna have a whip, boy, then I bag out my little toy, I just came here to destroy, they still in my style like soldier, boy, hold up, Dre, hold up, wait, all this money, all this money that I made Sipping on cheap lemonade You ain't push over, I'm a renegade I need to get this shutter 35 racks and better Stop going on my leather And my team won't let her I need to fly my bezel I'm on the next, next level I wanna be successful Put the pedal to the metal Yeah, 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 yeah Put the pedal to the metal Yeah, 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 yeah Put the pedal to the metal Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's no advisory podcast, and we back. That was our interview with Miss Deanna, broke and abroad. She uh, bestowed some very valuable help, yes. travel hacks on y'all. So, yes, she um, did. Pick up on that shit, man. Secretflying.com, uh, fairdealalert.com, theflightdeal.com, and airfarespot.com, where you can get your travel on for the low ski and live your best life. All right? All right? Living my best life. So, without further ado, man, this week's uh, Petty perspectives man i got a lot of shit to say but we're gonna goddamn consolidate it into uh, uh a few breaths i just want to i just want to talk about one petty event i had this weekend too what uh i went friday uh i got tickets from an undisclosed brother in the room <laughs> um to go to the case concert god bless you, you. Yeah. Yeah. that's 
my man. I love that's my favorite K song. That's it. Now, mm-hmm. I, nigga, I, my shit is the the, the 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 intro, the interlude shit. That nigga interlude used to be hit. Okay. Oh, I don't remember those. I didn't want to get personal with you, you, yeah, 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 you. That nigga be body rolling. Yeah, yeah. You already know he was body rolling in the studio. Yeah. That nigga, nigga, your draws was off if you was old enough. If Case was playing, that's just period. <laughs> period. First of all, okay. so I'm like, boom, I'm going to the nigga concert. Great. How was it? That shit turned into the motherfucking Rico Barino recreational music workshop. This nigga, uh- this nigga opened up. First of all, Case was mad late. I was in my shop book. I was really in my shop book. <laughs> what happened? What I mean? You popped nah, off. I'm gonna tell you what I, that I, mean. No, nah, I was in my feelings. Like, okay. and I was like, "Fuck this nigga, mad late." First of all, first of all, first of all, stereotype. If you, no, no. If you a nigga on the verge of me not really caring about you and kind of caring about you, you can't trying nigga, to give you a time. chance. Yeah, be on time. That's the first thing, nigga. Be on time, nigga. It ain't like you done came out with some shit recently. You got a new album coming out. Anybody, you got he a buzz around. shit to do. You ain't been crying on Instagram, having meltdowns like Tyrese. You ain't had no motherfucking marketing machine pushing this shit right here. And you got this nigga, Rico Barino. First of all, two people came out and opened up. They was the openers, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Who think, were they? I, I don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. I apologize. One of them was Jay Hans. Jay Hans did his motherfucking oh, okay. thing. Okay. Jay Hans. Came out on the show, yeah, you know I mean, a couple weeks ago. So, nevertheless, Jay Hans did his motherfucking you thing. You don't know like who the other shit. one is. I don't know who the other one is. Uh, the other one, uh, I think it was a dope boy from Round Charlotte. I think mm. the other one, and okay. then that, this one, Rico came out. Rico, the thing about Rico, what you realize is, and I don't even sing, but you know, you realize that, damn, this nigga ain't been working on his craft. <laughs> like, like you just realize that this nigga just is going off a of raw talent out this motherfucker, and he ain't been working on his craft. He I didn't doing... know. I thought. I thought he was just her manager. I didn't think that he sang. Who's no, manager? Uh, yeah, he. I think as Who's a manager, that's not, he? that's he's not Fantasia's manager. manager. Oh, is he? He now? was. That's her brother, brother, right? Yeah, yeah. That's her brother. He I dropped didn't... off at the American Idol. We saw a Lifetime movie. Right. Okay, Rico dropped her off down to the uh, well, audition. Well, I'm going to chalk it up that he been busy doing managerial activities. <laughs> because this nigga ain't been singing in the goddamn oh. booth. And I didn't know he had a song or anything. He don't have a song. He did have a song. This is what happened. This is what made it so awkward. You ever mm-hmm. you ever watch a performance and you feel like you on stage getting booed? And like it, you, oh. you feel awkward? Did he get booed? It wasn't that. Um, it was a little bit worse. It was more Shabu-esque. Uh, Shabu-esque. It was like, where Case at? Niggas was screaming. Bitches was screaming. Why is that like me? I Shabu- don't even see you nowhere some, yelling that shit, by the way. That's some belligerent <laughs> shit you would do. No, she wouldn't. don't know me at all. You need to stop putting, stop branding shit with my name incorrectly. No, nigga, your brand is built. Nigga, honestly, I cannot see Shai in no fucking public event. I was like, where where case at? Both of y'all can suck a dick. I don't so give a fuck what y'all can see. First of all, first of all, I don't fucking matter. I and I want to see it first. I couldn't see I that shit. Second of all, this nigga's this, gay. This, but go this, ahead. No, I want to see your dick. Um, nevertheless, oh, I wasn't the there. second thing I wanted to say was, um, it it just it just I it it. it, it 
So it took me it took a back because the nigga's mad late. I'm waiting to see. I want to kind of hear what he sound like. Is the nigga fat? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I think he is. The no, he's kind of good. You know? Do he look good? I think so. I don't know. So how was he? I was curious. I never got to fucking find out. We walked out. I left. This nigga Rico Marino was doing everybody else songs. This nigga act like he was at the cookout. This nigga oh, was remixing nigga songs. It was just a live band playing. And it was like, ah, before I let go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, did yeah, 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 Everybody's song. Yeah, he do the same shit at Red 28. He got a little set that he do. He did this shit. Uh, petty. Was booing the nigga. It was it was an awkward event. I didn't I didn't want to go in there. I, I bought two drinks. I spent thirty dollars. I'm like, God damn, man, this shit damn. is a rip off. B. Would you get shout some Hennessy? Shout out to C.O. McClay, man, for passing on the goddamn tickets, man. That was a, a good, now you just uh, said you weren't gonna reveal your source. Oh, uh, it was at the Fillmore. Okay. Yeah. He, that, yeah. Yeah. It was he at told the Fillmore. Was at the Fillmore. That was another thing, son. It wasn't yeah, at the Fillmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I threw you under the bus, son. I'm gonna tell you why I'm mad, son. Yeah. Tell him why you mad, son. The nigga said it was at the Fillmore, right? That's where what was that? That shit was at the Underground, sir. That's the oh, same thing. No, it's not, it man. Is. The Fillmore was next door. They had the white That's people. The they had the, the, nah, I know. Y'all know, know Petty prefers the, the company of whites. Nah. He prefers the company of whites. with my tickets. I was happy. I said it with... with, 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 with conviction. Conviction. You there know what I'm saying? There you go. I got you. I was like, yeah, case. Boom. He was like, oh, no. This is <laughs> right, boy was like... He threw me two fingers. Hey, ass. He threw me two fingers like this. He was like, oh, no. <laughs> this is growing flowers right here. Growing flowers. They nigga, was not called growing flowers. What the fuck would they call? I bet, you, it was just a I bet you it is growing flowers. flowers. I'm about to Google it right, right. now. Who is born? Whoever Charlotte-based performing group. So we did all that. You didn't yeah. even get to see the concert. Nah, and I still man. don't know what happened with Aaron Hernandez. My cast is hurting. So I just wanted to shed light <laughs> so on So wait that. a minute. Case didn't never show up. Nah, no, he know. left. Oh, I don't know. I walked the fuck out I said I gave up on Case that nigga had so listeners if Case showed up tag us in his uh, performance from the field from the underground in from Charlotte. the underground let's not get him mistaken for the film more. even was though it's one and the same goddamn don't do don't do the underground like that now yeah, yeah. it's a reputable establishment Whatever. it is I've seen good shows uh, at the yeah. underground yeah I, I just didn't feel like standing up for no goddamn Case that's what it was well, I, I would like a nice table seat while night. enjoying some food right and you gotta get VIP to get that shit so and I, you're not gonna pay VIP for case. Oh, okay. man, pick up. And at the point, at the point, it was in the show, nigga. We was niggas that paid VIP for Rico Barino. If CEO wouldn't have gave you them tickets, you wouldn't have been down to anyway. the underground. Exactly. Nigga, that That's a fact. That would have went unknown. That's what the fuck would have happened. Mm. In other news, mm-hmm. goddamn. Uh, uh, shout out to Conor McGregor. He won the UFC. He did. That was a fucking blood. You know what? I love boxing, but that UFC shit, I can't take. But he, he, he. The funny thing is, he won the fight in forty seconds. In that forty nigga seconds. Like he had been getting his ass whooped all day. Cause Conor McGregor went in. He looked like Martin when he fought Hearns. Remember that? Shit? I don't want to fight no more. That shit Remember was that real. Shit? Yes. No, Gina. I love you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he like he got stopped by his own horse. Like, oh baby, come out. You look fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
Shout out to Cray that yo. Can I have a kiss? <laughs> he came out. He came out strong. He came out as little retirement. Mike, you know, can I say something, Patty? I know this your perspective Go and ahead, shit. Boo. But what pisses me off about the shit? How these motherfucking Americans sit up here wear that fucking Irish ass motherfucking flag, bitch. Yeah. Y'all are from a fucking America, and y'all might not like the shit. Like I don't, but I bet y'all have been there not repping no fucking Ireland. Right, exactly. What the fuck? Hold they on, don't hold even. On. Wait, man. Wait, man. Wait, I would have been in there with an American flag around my thing like a shawl. Nigga. I don't play that shit. If a African All you nigga, Americans. If an African nigga named <laughs> Zimbutu was in that bitch. I'd have had his flag on my shawl. You right about that. I would have. I can't even get mad at the ginger beards. I can't fuck get mad them. at them. I would have had my American flag on like fuck McGregor. I don't like him. I feel you. I feel you. Speaking of that, uh, this sports, just keeping it in the news, but it's just it's sports and it's kind of drama. It's hot drama. The Aaron Hernandez documentary came out on Netflix recently. And, and, and it just it's one of the more disturbing ones. I think uh, the NFL probably won't want another special like this to be done. Hell no. It, it just shows it shows you how powerful sports is in America, number one. Um, and number two, how um, a lot of cats um, that 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 play football are are have to hide themselves. Me and Shaw was talking about this earlier. We were talking about the Will Smith interview on the, on the, on a Breakfast Club, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were talking. He was saying something about how you know you have to be your um, your you know, authentic living, or your best yeah, self. Yeah, being your, uh-huh. being your authentic self. Sometimes the representative that we present to the world is efficient for us. It pays our bills. It saves our lives. It gives us opportunities. It creates relationships that enhance what we do. But also, um, it takes away from who we are, our, our, our pursuit of happiness. Right. right. You know, so um, it, it in this this documentary, it's a lot of cats that's coming out the closet, you know. I mean, I'm like, Aaron. shit. They're coming out on niggas like. It's what they, you mean? So they, 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 so he had a childhood friend. Okay. That he grew up with that came out on this documentary. They came like, out and said he's gay. Yeah, yeah, he he, he, it wasn't like his coming out show, but. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck. So was he saying he that him and Aaron out. was sleeping together? Yes. It was like, so he was. High school. Okay. Aaron Hernandez was the quarterback in high school. He was no, the tight end. No, Aaron Hernandez was the tight end. He was the quarterback. Uh, okay. And so, their dad, their dads were uh, uh, Dennis Hernandez. Um, Aaron's father was the running back back in the day at the same high school they both went to, and this boy's Dad. father was the quarterback. So as they well. okay. So I see the I see the correlation or whatever. Yeah. But looking at them on the outside, looking in, they'd have been looking like in your high school two boys that was just the best of friends, mm-hmm. always hanging out at mm-hmm. each other's house. You right. wouldn't looked at that shit no other way. But they literally said like we fucked with girls. You know, we had all on all outside appearances, we fucked with girls. But when it was just us two alone, we fucked. That well, was my man. Like he, they considered each other to be in a relationship. Well, you know, I, it that's was more like, common. It was not. more complicated than that. Like they, they, de- they denied the sexual, like the, the liking it, right? In so, public, yeah. The, well, no, they, they kind of. He even said he was like, after we did it, we were like, fuck this, man. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, you know? They like, probably somebody fuck see came us, and then punched us? each other. Yeah, like that type of shit. So they did they keep doing it though? Yeah, yeah they kept. Oh, doing so they're gay. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you know, uh, it is what it is. Like with that situation, like the nigga just he just he had this this deep secret that he wanted to keep um, 
You saying Aaron can Hernandez? Can I ask had you something? Yes, okay. yes. And a lot of other football players like kind of came out in this little situation. Mm-hmm. Not well known, but right. just some some name. Just saying that niggas. they were fucking Aaron Hernandez too. No, that they were just gay football players that put on a persona that they were hard and, and they everything. Were from that but, area. Yeah, but you know, but they were from that was that that's been a big thing. From. Homophobia is huge in the NFL, is it not? Well, yeah, that's what is. I wanted to ask you, Patty, being that you have saw the Netflix thing. Do you think? At the beginning, because evidently watching this shit, you see that Aaron Hernandez had a whole bunch of demons outside of what was going on on the football field that he was dealing with. Mm -hmm. Do you think like at the beginning, because he said this relationship with his high school little fling happened in high school or whatever at the beginning. Do you think like if he he had talked to his dad, his dad was accepting of it? Because I think his whole fear of coming out was his dad because his dad was like a hometown hero. Mm -hmm. He had won several state championships where they're from. Mm -hmm. He was called the king. Like everybody respected his dad so I think his biggest fear was for his dad to know if he was a gay man so what if he had came out and his dad was like you know I don't like this shit I might not agree with it but I'm gonna accept the fact that my son is fucking gay or whatever and he was able to get that out would that have stopped the suicide not the suicide because it was so much other shit girl like being gay was his the least of his issues because he he, he killed somebody. He killed several people. He, he, yeah, he killed. He I gotta killed watch so, his documentary. You gotta watch it. He and killed it was, two guys. He t- he killed two guys. And his mo- his relationship with his mother ended up being strained, strained and everything. That was very strange. I think it was always that way. I think he lost respect for his mom because she ended when up. She brought. Yeah, um, his father died, and she mm-hmm. brought another man to the courtroom and she didn't even really want to come to the courtroom he calling her from the from the jail like yeah mom you know you can come to the court she's like i'll come the first day so you know they know i'm supporting you and everything but and she brought a man and then i'm gonna come like not only a man it was like the man wasn't that man like his dad's good friend yeah i don't know his dad had recently yeah his dad when his dad died when he was in high school his dad died when he was like 17 that guy that his mom is with to this day he was the friend of the family. Mm. And so it was like he was fucking waking up and seeing this dude fucking cook breakfast and shit and his dad just recently died mm. and you're like with this friend that's of the like, family. That's like This Is Us. Y'all don't watch This Is Us? Oh yeah. That's, that's exactly like, what it is. And so it fucked with him. It was like all right. this shit adding up to the shit that's going on. Like I don't like to blame shit. Like you are the cause of the shit you do. Right. But it's like you gotta think about what led up to this? Like, don't nobody wake up wanting to kill a motherfucker. So what's the more? What did y'all get from this? What's the moral of the story? What did y'all get uh, from the documentary? The, well, ahead, For man. me, I just feel like it was things leading up to what triggered this. Dealing with that trauma that you deal with in football, with the head trauma and everything. Like it's, they said, in some instances, he would be in like situations where you should be crying and stuff he would be stoic Mm. and he wouldn't have no emotion Mm. so I think for me what it showed me is like these motherfuckers on the field they're getting hit in the head they're dealing with all this shit but they're not really dealing with it and then when they're done playing Mm -hmm. football they they end up committing suicide like they showed the guy what's his last name Shao Junior Junior Seau he ended up killing himself he shot himself in the heart so they're able to research his brain because he knew he was fucked up he was like I want y'all to be able to study this because I was having all type of crazy ass thoughts so mm. I'm gonna kill myself cause I can't go on and the crazy mm. thing but study about my shot, brain and figure out why the fuck we're going through this shit yeah and the crazy thing about a shot he wasn't like a like uh, he like he was like fell off like he was a hall of fame linebacker mm. everybody knew his name shit ain't bad ain't happened and he just killed himself like that you know mm. what I'm saying so, but nevertheless um, it what I got out of the situation is that number one 
your demons is gonna be your demons regardless how much money you you know what I'm saying. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, right. Your money can't you take me? away your demons. That's, the fact. No. That's why mental health and all of that, the awareness of it at, is, is at such a peak now. Two, That's awesome. You have to work to get rid of those things. Or not get rid, but deal with them. Sorry, mm-hmm. go ahead. Two, like you see how um, the impact of raising a child has like it always reiterates the importance raising a child in a certain type of environment in the environment that he raised himself in of course he couldn't share that like you said ash he couldn't share aaron hernandez couldn't share the information of him having those homosexual thoughts or interactions whatever the case may be with his dad his dad was ultra alpha male um second second generation what was it uh, puerto rican or Mm -hmm. first generation first generation puerto rican Rican. Mm -hmm. came over here when he was uh very young with his parents made something out of nothing uh Mm -hmm. played football uh, went to the university of yukon Mm -hmm. you know graduated from there kind of all american family type uh, like american dream type situation Mm -hmm. you know he didn't go in the nfl though his dad did his dad and you remember the part where young aaron wanted to he was like six or seven years old he wanted to be a cheerleader right and his dad was like i will fucking beat the cheerleader out of you what the fuck i'll smack the cheerleader out of you that's what he said yeah Mm -hmm. i'll smack the faggot out of you like so it was deep it was a deep joint um it just really said that um i really want to shout out uh shayana jenkins uh the 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 the, the baby mom the the mother of uh aaron hernandez child because she held that petty would like to shot her up she held the shit down mind you would not in, in whatever you with, with what you know with why what you, you saw why you, you would not shout her out? I'm not shouting her out at the end of the day it's a difference between being loyal and down and being dumb you know but, what I'm saying her sister dated the guy that Aaron Hernandez shot mm-hmm. and killed mm-hmm. so Old she was doing she pretty much had to choose between her family and sticking with Aaron mm-hmm. and she stuck with Aaron mm-hmm. yeah. now me on the other hand you know people call that being a down ass chick yeah I got to stick with my family. Like, you know what I'm saying? Under family these circumstances, them, behind, look at Aaron now. Right, he's, he's dead. Going, he right. had all type of shit going on uh-huh. and her, she turned her back on her family. My family would take me back, but who's to say her family would? Right, and yeah. I couldn't blame them for not because she turned her back on them in a sense during the trial. She pretty much said, fuck y'all. I'm going to stick with my man. And you can do that up to an extent. If you're going, if you're, engaged to a person I understand you having to hold your family down you have a child with this person but you don't totally cut your other family off because they disagree with it you gotta find a way them to make them two enter me if you can't you better fucking choose your family I'm sorry it's crazy cause I mean they they both were supporting their men you know what I'm saying like she was there for hers he was there for, like okay yeah her man happened to be accused Aaron Hernandez happened to be accused you know um of it but i mean kind of it's like it's like how do you how do you support that your man did that like that that that's that's like for her to go on that side that would have just ultimately she condemned threw him. the now, gun away all, that she knows where the she knows where the murder oh, weapon is that where on, um, it's, social her media. Sister's, it's her sister's husband mm-hmm. and you know the murder where the murder weapon is that killed your sister's husband you're not saying shit i'm sorry whoever my husband may be you're getting fucking tom at least telling my sister I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Everybody got uh, their own opinions. Uh, shit they got a lot. Niggas love riders and shit like that they when do. they don't. That y'all love is, shit. And I shit. get that, it. I would want somebody like go. that, but that's dumb as hell. Yeah, I, yeah I because can't it, be doesn't, that it doesn't always go that bad. <laughs> when you ride, it don't always. It don't always. Most of that nigga, when you ride, you taking a chance. You might get a scratch. 
Cleopatra okay. or you might get your fucking being a body cast. Okay. Who knows? Listen, yep. when you're anyway, riding and anyways, anyways. I'm going to watch it tonight. I have my Netflix that I do not use, even though I pay for it. So I will be watching this tonight. It's like so. three parts. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not watching it tonight. Yeah, well, you got to watch, you gotta watch, you gotta watch, you gotta watch the first one and you're going to be like, fuck, what the fuck is next? What could... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm off yeah, tomorrow, so I might as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Everybody off tomorrow. Shout out to man. MLK Day. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to MLK Day. Yeah. 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 She's working right. <laughs> label label tonight, man. Fuck with your boy. Yeah. I mean, you going to label tonight? I'm, I'm, I might be out there swing through. There. Oh, I got a couple can I come with you? Swing through. We gonna see what's up. We gonna okay. see how you do. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You got baby shit. I do. She's with her dad. Yes. We got that squared away. Shot going well. Well, <laughs> well, this is No Advisory Podcast, man. And uh, this is your boy next door to do from school to jerk at work. Patty! Girl, shout out. Girl, Ashby. And we out there, bitch. Bang! Wake up, this is your broadcast. Listen up, wake up, this is your broadcast. Tune into them vibes, we giving all that. You know, school is session and we ain't giving no all pass. So, wake up, this is your broadcast. Listen up, wake up, this is your broadcast. Tune into them vibes, we